0: Say cannot die today. We gonna put some extras on it because I have a very, 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 very special guest. Um, to those looking at him, the majority of y'all, he needs no introduction. But to those that are listening and not viewing, the legendary Kev Mack from Kev Mac Videos. Welcome to Facts We're the Podcast.
1: Thank you, man. How you doing?
0: I'm blessed, man. I gotta do. It. I don't give a fuck. I'm blessed abundantly, man. I, um, I, I want to do this real quick so I can put my phone down. That's something coming through to you. Uh, if you could take a uh, look at that real quick. Um, uh, this, I feel like this moment is long overdue, and as he reviews his phone, I'm gonna announce, I feel like it's four years overdue. And it's gonna be a different introduction than we've ever had because <clears throat> as I'm sitting here with the legendary, not only the homie, my brother in the sense of a black man and a homie in the sense of our plight and our journey in these streets, but he's also in the sense of a content creator, he's a mentor. Of mine, So someone that I look up to and aspire to accomplish some of the things you did as far as the way you made your presence out of something, out of nothing on the internet. I kind of got a head start with the industry shit, but, you know, we really respect what you do out here. But I think that I want to know if you've been on the journey that I've been on with Kev Mack as long as I've been on it. See, this is what I felt like. What y'all don't know is the text I just sent him is a DM conversation from how long ago?
1: I think that was a few years ago, right? Quite a few. Yeah,
0: And it was a humble request of myself reaching out to the infamous Kev Mack, like, hey. Uh, four years ago. Four years ago, nine, 2019, I'm like, you know, without having no personal connection, just being aware of his presence on the internet and what he was doing, I understood how I fit, I fit into the scheme of the, the things. I reached out to the homie, like, I'm ready whenever you are. And his response was like, for sure, Wooty woop," And then it's been till right now, that we've got a chance to be in each other's presence and actually have a conversation. However, just look how the initial seats would have been different. It would have been him interviewing me, but when we finally got to it, uh, I'm interviewing him and I know, in my heart, I've been thinking this was the part, reason why you never got to it. and I just wanna know if this is true or if you're aware of this. When I first start doing this live shit, talking on the internet, this is one of the reasons why I stopped reading comments in real time and re- reacting to them. Because I didn't know the brand Kev Mac videos. Mm-hmm. So when I first started doing this shit, talking my shit, people in the comments like, you need to look up Kev Mac, you don't Kev Mac. And I'm like, I'm reading Kev mumbling, Kev Mac video, Kev Mac, what's that, who Kev Mac? And whatever the comments was, it was like, oh, gang video. And my reaction, cocky, arrogant, I don't need to watch no gangbang videos to get the, and then shortly thereafter, I became aware. And I'm like, "Mm." and I think that's probably when I reached out to you humbly and presented myself as wanting to be a part of your platform. And the fact it hasn't taken place all this time, I've been assuming, you saw those comments I made very early on about Kev Mack like I wasn't giving a fuck. Now, I don't know if I'm telling on myself or were you aware of that?
1: No, I wasn't aware of that. Bam! But, but what I wanted to ask you, somebody using your name, i am um, just say somebody, it could have been you, but nowadays trolls will use somebody of else's course. name. And the comment was, "Kemax platform ain't big enough for me. I'm looking for something bigger.
0: Never on my mama mama. And I'ma tell you why you know that's not true. I'm glad I got a witness in this building right now because I view you as an equal counterpart or the opposite of the homie, Alex Alonso, You guys kind of like represent the similar, I know I asked you this earlier. I was gonna ask you who started off. You said he was before you. yeah. And so we pay homage to him as being the originator of this particular style and type of content for our region. But to a lot of people who wasn't sure who was first, you guys seem like the originators.
1: There's no question who was first. Alex started on the internet while I was in prison. Okay. So when I come home and you look up some gang shit, it wasn't nobody but Alex Alonzo. Correct. And
0: I want you to know when Alex reached out to me, I didn't do his platform until like around that time, I was reached like shortly before I reached out to you. So I probably did him in 19 or 18 too, pause. Not did him, Did his, I hate they got me on that weak ass pause shit every time you say something that's slightly, let me get out of that, let's get more mature. Yeah, I, I did his platform in that same time frame. And when he reached out to me, his shit was street gangs. I'ma tell you, I had been on a seven year hiatus from all this shit. I didn't know about none of y'all shit really, really, really. Mm -hmm. I didn't know about nothing. I knew about kind of Vlad. I didn't know about no, no jump, no, none of that shit. I was really tapped out listening to talk radio, 640 AM. That's the only content I was taking Mm -hmm. in for about seven years. So when I started hearing some shit, I wasn't aware of it. But when Alex reached out to me that wanted to do it, his shit was street gangs TV and Alex could testify me spotted low, banged out, whoever you want to call me, told Alex, I'm just now getting back to trying to establish, reestablish my public persona, and I don't want to be associated with a platform titled Street Gangs. I would love to do an interview with you, however, that's going against the image I'm trying to establish at this point. Ironically, without him having to cap me down, he was saying, damn, it's crazy, because he, he got at me like in October or something. He's like in January, my shit is changing to street TV. I said, that's perfect, bro, hit me in January. And he respected that and honored that, that we didn't get to it to um, in January. So nah, I never thought that it wasn't no big enough. I wish you had a screenshot of it, but no, nah, I would never say that in the, in the troll. I never had a platform that was too small for me. I've never, I, there may be some too small enough to maintain my attention long enough to get to what they asked me for, but for me to say that, oh, I ain't fuck with you too small, nah, that's never been me.
1: Right, right, right.
0: And I just wasn't aware of the, of the name. It's so when people suggested I need to tap in and they were telling me like, oh, it's a gang bang type shit. It was just me saying, you can't teach me about LA game bang. I didn't know about you personally, your brand, where you was from, what it represented. It was just me being on my rapper tip, you know, the rapper that speaks out. you always number one, and I am an expert in the same subject matter that you guys are experts in. So it was kind of like without me being aware of what they was talking about, I don't need to watch no game bang videos, like to be educated on LA. So that's what it was. And then when I finally realized what it was I was speaking on, I was somewhat humbled. So that's I reached out to you after I had that. And the fact that we just now got to it, I've been thinking all this time that that's what it was about. But I, that wasn't me in the comments either though.
1: All right. Yeah. yeah, I always wondered, but we never talked about
0: it. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah.
1: But yeah. but a lot of this is just lack of communication. We hadn't, we, you sent a text, I sent a text back. We didn't talk, we didn't communicate. You
0: know when I realized that maybe I had the wrong impression? I was watching, scrolling through YouTube and I seen a nigga from Graveyard on your shit. D-Loke, shout out d from Graveyard. Mm-hmm. And when I was a teenager, I was in uh, Supermax and Cub was like the Gs nigga in the dorm. He was the oldest nigga, politicking, fucked with the young Crips. He basically caught the shots. And he's somebody I haven't necessarily thought about in quite some time. And just scrolling down YouTube, when you can see 20 plus years on a face and it triggers something in the back of your mind. And then you look at the words, it's like, that is him. Mm-hmm. And you, I know you remember this cause I got in your comments and I'm like, man, can you whoop, wooty whoop, And next thing you know, I was in touch with D-Loke because I got in your comments. I said, okay, Kevin Mac, you yeah, know he ain't got no problem with me, so maybe it ain't what I thought it was. That was some months ago, probably like six, seven months ago.
1: I'm highly misunderstood. A lot of people think I'm a hater. A lot of people think because of where I'm from and how I grew up. That I hate this set or this individual person from a different set, but it ain't like that. And as a lot of people know, this involved in this type of stuff, when you go to jail or in prison, you can be as hard as you want, as tough as you want, but you're gonna end up befriending a rival. And that's what these, whatever you want to call them, these guys, is civilians or from other states, they don't understand how the culture actually works in California.
0: That's deep, you brought that up. Cause I just looked at a video Alex recently did with the young x 12 from 40. Shout out to the young nigga with the wave right now. And Alex was discussing him, the subject of being such an active, young, face tatted type nigga. Um, How does he balance that with going to prison? And when you hear everything he ever said up until he was asked this question, you would think, he wouldn't understand what we just expressed, mm-hmm. but as soon as Alex asked him that, up until that point, everything was enemy K. Why don't give a fuck? Who, why, why, who, why, why, why. But as soon as Alex described the prison environment and how do you balance that, he immediately snapped into, "Oh, you know, I know how it is. Get close to fuck with a op up there. I know what who, 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 who. I've been laced. I learned. Who, who, who. And then he said, to Alex and then why would you go back to that when you get back on the streets to the shit? He said, just because I got tight with one nigga up there don't mean everybody in the choir gonna sing the same note. And that's another thing out of town niggas don't understand. You'll see Dub C and MAC-10 and think everybody on their side and everybody on their side feel that way and think it's okay, but not knowing that's just personal relationships a lot of people balance. How did you being such a representative of such a brand name section with so many ops, how did you develop a ghetto pass to just go anywhere you want in the city and get is it the poker face? You got a hell of a poker face on <laughs> oh, my mama my, mama. My, my.
1: You know what? That's a great question. I've been asked once before that same type of question. Uh, I don't feel like I got a pass to go anywhere. Mm. It's still places, you know, certain <laughs> hoods I don't want to stop. I don't want to hang out at. And even during some interviews, I got my, my neck is on a swivel, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm looking left, right, back. You know what I'm saying? Because I respect that. I, I don't know. If somebody hate me because of where I'm from or because of who I am, so I'm always skeptical. You know what I'm saying? But um, what I what I can say to that question is, during jail and prison, I met some ops, and you know, I, it wasn't always cool when I first met some of them, but then we became cool. Mm-hmm. And um, I could dig it. I, I could give you uh, uh, one one example without going deep into detail.
0: Deep as you choose, bro.
1: My mom died while I was in prison. Couple ops got at me, man, with with, uh, condolences cards. Mm. That meant the world to me.
0: How do you gang bang against that? Talk, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you
1: you can't, (laughs) especially when the reality sits in that your own homeboys and your closest homeboy didn't do it. (sighs) I had an op sending me paper, $50 here and there, I didn't have homies doing that. Mm-mm-mm. So <clears throat> um it's an easy balance to to be unbiased mm-hmm. toward a set, I don't care if it's hey, Trey Gangsta, Inglewood family. It, it don't matter to me. Um when you're dealing with the history, that's what it is, it's the history. You know, I'm out I'm not one of those out there pressing for peace. I'm not mm-hmm. in the gang intervention or prevention. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'ma just, if I feel like there's a message for the youth, I'll give that message for the youth, but that's not what I concentrate on. I'm more into the history of it. When
0: you speak on gang intervention versus history, there are a lot of controversial situations being spoken about online, about the Gomi from 6.0 that almost the whole world on the street level respects. I've spent a lot of time respecting Cuz, and Big U got some allegations where they try to bring up his name with gang intervention, and there's some paperwork online where his signature is on a contract. And I remember when it first went viral, my reaction to it was like, "Damn!" I was disappointed, shocked, couldn't believe I saw what I saw, and I'm like, "Damn, it's 223, 2023. I don't believe Cuz when he signed that shit." I said, got to be some trickeration in the gang because I don't believe Big U would sign signed that type of uh, agreement. And I spoke on it in that fashion, and I left it alone because it didn't look good at all. And I couldn't understand the G homie that I knew Big Jaws to be. I couldn't understand him signing that. So I said what I said, and I left it alone. I did harp on it. But it kinda, the story got bigger than just me speaking on it. And it ended up Big Jaws coming on my um, platform almost uh, some months after it went viral discussing a whole nother subject and he got at me he like yeah cause you you know you know i wouldn't sign no shit like that cause nigga they changed the wording but just because you brought it up this was not on my list of things to bring up but you brought up gang intervention and like a lot of people out here i believe in what big U push all the shit we know that he represents This the only black eye potentially that pops up that makes it hard to defend him. I was love to hear. I love when he said they changed the wording. But you are expert and you're a historian in this shit. Do that resonate with you? Do am I a fool for believing that you he didn't sign it till they changed the wording and they may be putting the triggeration online? Or do you believe that that might be a possibility that? Cause I know how this shit go. Like it's easy to show something online and make it look like, but Cuz told me on Lightfoot, he didn't sign it to the wording was changed. And I want to believe that.
1: Well, I know the facts behind that whole situation, but uh, I'm not the one under the microscope being challenged on that. So the homie got to speak up for herself on that. And if he choose not to, that's his prerogative, but let's look at it like this. Okay. Not that this is how it go, but just for for reference. Let's say you work for Alex Alonzo, mm-hmm. right? And now uh, he he's signing your checks. He's paying you. Mm-hmm. And now you under the microscope. Do you go out publicly and try to explain yourself to jeopardize your contract, to jeopardize your money? So no. so that that's the situation of he finds himself in. So he got to speak to that. I can't speak to that. But it's certain that.
0: people of a certain level of intelligence that over under understanding that immediately, and I'm one of them because a lot of times I my character online becomes under question. And the only way you can put that fire out to the curious people is almost incriminate yourself. And if I have to explain, and if I feel pressed to try to clarify, you might fuck off your whole lick trying to prove to somebody it ain't what they think it is. Is that what you trying to say?
1: Yeah, but absolutely. But I know you're about eight years younger than me, mm-hmm. but we was brought up, and I'm sure you probably was too, we not doing a whole bunch of explaining. Oh my mama, mama, mama. If a dude wanna be ignorant or hateful, that's his prerogative. Only thing with Big U is Big U has chose not to speak up on it. Wise and so. And, and, and it's wise for him and his family. Look, Cuz got a, a son in the NFL. Shout out to nephew. You know what I'm saying? They doing their thing. They doing the family thing, They family together, they all live in the same house. He ain't got no kids that don't live with him, no kids that he don't raise. He look out for other kids in the neighborhood. He's looked out for my
0: children, my three
1: boys. I mean, that's just what Cuz do. When a lot of people can't do it or don't know how to do it, they hate it, they fear it, they're scared of it, they're jealous of it, but again, it's up to Big U to speak on that. I, you know, Big U, my homeboy, I can't speak against or for that. He gotta defend himself.
0: But have you ever heard any conversation around the subject matter of the language of that contract being changed? I,
1: a... I'm familiar with all that, okay. and yeah, the, the language was. Changed. That's all I want
0: to hear, cause neighborhood, he blah yeah, blah yeah, blah. Yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, see, see, let me just say this, the the right. Um, there's a lot of people in the gang intervention. Stuff right, so from many sets. My different homies sets. too. Bloods, Crips, uh, East Side, West Side, all I, that. I got right? some
0: reputable niggas from my hood that have the, that are in the exact same agreement with the same organization. Exactly. Go ahead,
1: exactly. Though. But when you hear these hateful miles mm-hmm. on YouTube or the internet that either have a agenda against the homie or don't know the homie. They don't understand that the whole city is up under the contract mm-hmm. similar to that. But the wording was changed for developing options. And I don't see an issue with it personally.
0: Hey, boy, we gonna leave it like that, nail in the coffin. One time for the hometown champ, because everybody know Big U name is the biggest name at this point that has been exposed. There's somebody from the gutter out here that has bridged the gap between industry and streets. Uh, It's a thin line to walk anytime you got that much motherfucking exposure and you matter from your section and you want to do something positive to bring about change. That is something so difficult to bring about. Somebody that's not even from the inner circle having such a loud expertise on it after he was on Cuz nuts so hard, it just make it difficult to try to get a lot of people who don't really know what's going on to understand. So I'm glad you came and brought some clarity to that. I ain't never stopped fucking with Cuz. I fuck with Cuz. Yeah. Oh my, mama. My, 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 So tell me this with that being said. Let,
1: let me stop you before, before that, hold that thought. Mm-hmm. Cuz also employed a lot of gang members in the city too. Black men? Black men. Couple essays too, couple of essays.
0: So not only is he involved in employing a certain generation of us, he's also involved in rearing and raising and through the athletic programs a whole nother generation of us.
1: Absolutely. Now, now, now Spider Log. You know, before you move on, mm-hmm. uh, the homie, the homie has been getting money for years, mm. and the homie did a stretch in prison and come home. A lot of people, man, that 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 weighs heavy on people's hearts because they can't get no money like that. Mm. And you know what money does? It creates envy and jealousy. Mm-hmm. You was a rapper, you was getting your paper, you know how it go. I'm yes, sure you've had some niggas hating on you or know I have. tripping on how you politic in the rap Only time my name ever,
0: every time I had to deal with any kind of game politics, it wasn't until I was a famous rapper. That's when, until then, you know the brand of Crip I am. Never name, never was on never know kind of nothing. Only time I ever had to even think about somebody caught themselves maybe wanting to speak my name in the politics was once I was on that type shit. Exactly, yeah.
1: you know how it go. All right, now I'm gone.
0: Yo, your, your hood, man, it's hard to, you know, avoid. As far as a collective, personalities, one section having representation, online, personalities, it's y'all. If we think about the industry in our general landscape, you guys have had the majority of the representation. My personal experience, my comrades start from being rock, corrupt, it goes on to the homie Brick Baby, neighborhood, nip the crypt to Keyway Christ, Big U, uh, J-Stone, the homie, Pac-Man, I've politicked with. So you guys kind of like have the biggest cluster that we know to grab from as far as personalities. Right now, in current time, it's almost true all over again with 600, Brick Baby, Big U, yourself. Most recently, the homie Brick has had some politics with your homies that bled over into a live and they kind of like, got kind of like real, you you a it kind of got real like, you know, it was like tensions and shit was expressed and then Brick Baby went live, apparently over there in the section later on, saying like, yeah, this is what you, you got any thoughts on all that? You being an individual has been responsible to exposing the world to a certain degree to a lot of the insides that they wouldn't be uh, privy to naturally. Hmm. You do it in a respectful, journalistic manner do you see any similarities in what they're doing versus what you do? Or do you feel like what they did definitely needs to be offline and what you do is acceptable? See,
1: you basically answered that yourself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean to ask it it like that. It's
1: definitely not the way that I intended it to be or would hope for it to be. Uh, And hood politics, when you're going at each other, need to be offline. Agreed, definitely. Uh, it's simple to show up to an alley, a thunderdome, or whatever, a meeting, a function, if you really wanna get something off your chest. But mm-hmm. uh it's a big difference, man. Them was them was some real generals that you named. Mm. Key to rock, real generals. I
0: low free to rock.
1: You know, and uh homies with big reputations wouldn't handle themselves the same way the guys that we see online handling things nowadays, right? No smut on these dudes, it's different times. Different different times. Everything
0: is a learning process.
1: Everything's a learning process.
0: What I respect about Big Baby, he uses his terminology. He he respects the pecking order. He has no problem after being fully activated and emotional coming back and say, I digress, I apologize. I think that goes a long way with a man that's standing on shit.
1: Well, I get a lot of calls about the Overhill General <laughs> and and, 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 and I, you know a lot of people wondering like, how does he get that title? Who gave it to him that title? Is not self made. You know, there's a lot of dudes that came before that that participated in internal um, mischief. So, and go ahead.
0: So, are you suggesting maybe his direct assignment should be balancing your current shine and status with? the whole history of what established that you're standing on.
1: I'm suggesting that you said he's respectful to his older homies, and 17%. the older homies feel like he's putting himself on a pedestal that mm. he didn't earn. Mm. Mm. You know, but he, he, you know, in this podcasting business, he he's a great personality. Shout That's why his name
0: popped. I, I appreciate the way you carry yourself yeah. with the podcast situation, the whole online personality, and yeah. I also appreciate the fact that he's able to have a type of static with the 60s and it'd be resolved without Cuz having to get fucked all the way over. It has that situation been revolve, resolved? I have no idea. He said it has. Only reason I'm asking this, shout out to night, but we spoke about this um, Tuesday on another platform. So that's why, I, yeah. you know, otherwise I wouldn't have spoke of it at all.
1: Yeah, I don't know about it, you know what I mean? But what I do know is you see a lot of dudes in the turf that have beef with other homies. Then all of a sudden, the next day, there's no beef. So you gotta wonder, like, what's going on? Are these skits or somebody mm. paying somebody? Somebody giving somebody a bag to get off their back? You know? I, uh, again, like I'm older, homie, and and, and um, if you I don't, don't tell nobody, ain't gonna know. Yeah, I don't know the youngsters like I don't know a lot of the youngsters. You know what I mean? And I don't know a lot of the young hood politics. So I refrain from all that. But what I'm saying is, typically. Uh, to straighten that out like that fast and there's no fight, there's no squabble, there's no shootout, it's got to be a bag in play.
0: But- you think that it possibly could have been a fight that was agreed not to be talked about? Cause I know the way shit go. My name, I done been in shit on the internet where my name got viral and it seemed like it had to do something with gangs and hoods and homies and then it it get resolved and like, it never to be spoken about again and- we don't go announce to the internet what actually took place to have it Facts. all. You feel me? Facts.
1: That can't happen. But your question was, do I think? No, okay. I don't think. Say less. I don't think it's just an opinion. <laughs> I don't think so. But um, the youngsters go handle things the way they handle things. You know what I mean? But. Um, our hood is big, a lot of different personalities, a lot of different sections. So everybody don't always see eye to eye and everybody don't know all the business, like you said. Right. They could have went in the backyard, got down and squashed it, who knows. So
0: yeah, and, that's, and I'm not suggesting that they did, but we can't. you never know. I respect the fact, I didn't like the way it bled over online. And I see your homies that was speaking against the homie. I respect whatever they chose to do, but I like the fact that that's all we saw. We ain't seen no more. So obviously they didn't thought about it, readdressed it and they dealing with it differently too however they gonna deal with it they not dealing with it with like that keeping it going I appreciate I respect that
1: yeah yeah well the homies homies handle things in ways that are are not conventional sometimes but uh y'all got one of the coldest phrases
0: associated with y'all and we ain't gonna have to utter it but yeah y'all handle (laughs) things quite uniquely man Mm -hmm. like you Crip yeah, but uh, yeah, it happened crazy a lot of days. Tell me this though, magazine, what is it, was it Fresh Hood?
1: All Hood public All Hood Publications? Yes, yes.
0: So like journalism, when did it get in your, your blood that- Man, I
1: don't know, man. To be honest, I don't know, but-
0: Explain to those who don't know what we talking about. You're a digital creator, but it didn't start digitally. What was it? You start digitally first and then did the magazine? I'm not sure the year the magazine started.
1: 2005, August, 2005. And um, I don't know, man. I just used to look at Alex shit online. And I thought- Shout out to A3. You know, I got a homeboy named One Shot, Big okay. Shawnee Mac. That's the homie, right? The homie <laughs> used to buy magazines and books all the time. So he was into the feds and Don Diva. Mm. And I was telling him, I had been talking about doing a magazine, but I'd never seen Fez and Don Devo. So the homie is bringing magazines over, like, look, check this out, check this one out, check this one out. I said, that's it right there. Mm. I'm gonna do a West Coast version of that. Now, for all the homies in the penitentiary that want pictures of bad bitches (laughs) and um, some up-to-date information, I can mix in with the gang history. Mm. So it all came together in one package that's fly because you, know. it, it, you almost
0: answered my next question i was going to ask you if you considered it somewhat of a west coast version of uh don diva Absolutely. i swear to god then you said that to um tell me this um damn what was the thought i had a, a great thought that slipped my mind but i i'll go back to an original thought that i had um have you ever run into any resistance with you being involved with Shining a light on a lot of the intricacies and the stories that um, are associated with our experience, dude.
1: Yeah, uh, slightly. Uh, let's say the first issue with the Athens Park got a little static from that. Mm. Then uh, the bounty hunters and grapes. Grapes. Grapes wasn't hostile, but the grapes. Was so late. I got history with the grapes. That yeah, we got history. Mm-hmm. Damn, everybody really. <laughs> Especially when you combine the industry, Right. you know. Okay. And, and so, the bounty hunter's had an issue, mm. and of uh, you coming over there, no d- giving out the layout of. Well,
0: okay, of how to get down? Okay, who, who who was the individual? I'm not gonna you, say okay. his name. And, and did he hold you and, down and in the situation? You guys, you guys know the guy. It gotta be. now, now I know. I now, now I know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah but but everybody. So, name I don't know don't, him, but shout every, out to him because yeah, I see him doing his thing. Everybody's name don't need to be mentioned. You I know agree. Understand? So agree. Um, so just just them three really, and 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 that's issue one and issue two. After that, a lot of people started supporting me and getting behind me. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, how do you feel with being a pioneer of this type of content and one of the only ones that was doing it wasn't wasn't considered cool? You had to be the nerd guy, the camera guy, and now everybody in their mama. Yeah is trying to be the guy you and Alex was 15, 20 years ago. How does that feel? Do you feel like you get your just recognition?
1: No, no. You know, you know what's funny? Alex used to seem a little irritated back in the day, right? We never had this conversation, okay. but that's how it appeared he was getting a little irritated. By your, su- your rise and your success? Yeah, mm. and I didn't understand it, mm. but then it seemed like when I came in, I feel like it's me and Alex, Against and him. now I'm starting to feel like Alex. <laughs> Like, where you niggas coming from? And like, you <laughs> niggas ain't legit and you ain't paid your dues. Dub C had a song, That's Pay right. Your dues. These yes. dudes yeah. ain't paid their dues. Yeah. You know what these dudes do? They go get a clip from Alex and get mm-hmm. some clips from me yes. and make their own clip.
0: I'm glad I'm here to help establish the two founders of this shit. Even though Alex does not really expose a certain side of himself, it's like you are the Dub C, he's the MAC-10 of this shit. And people probably don't really realize that about Alex because, but he grew up in a more rediful than beautiful side of our city. Mm -hmm. And you guys both have the same similar expertise and knowledge about the landscape and have chose to like, you know, go on the insides and bring it out. So I look at you guys as the, the goats of the both sides of the, even though Alex not really you know, affiliated to the extent we have been or is or doesn't present himself in that fashion, he still comes from that side of the track. So I look at you guys as like the opposite side of the color spectrum doing the same thing. I would love to do a collab where I can be looking into you guys' perspective and I can be the producer and kind of like maybe ask you guys the same 20 questions when you guys are not around and get your perspective on the same exact questions. Can I be allowed to produce something similar to that? I, I agree to that. Thank you, thank you Look, gentlemen. Thank I, you. Me and Alex had a Alex conversation. Alex is nodding y'all, he's nodding in the green. <laughs> in the back, okay.
1: Me and Alex had a conversation about that. I told him I'll, I'll do a collab with him. We just gotta figure out what it is that we gonna collab there you on. Go. But it's funny that you even bring this conversation up because and when I walked in, you may remember, I said, Alex, man, you never took a picture together." the I said, heard that. I've been knowing this guy for decades. That's so hard. And, and the reason why it was on my mind, I wanted to post a picture of me and Alex, mm. kind of say what you said, like, you know, this is the top right here. You know what I'm saying? Like Rushmore, like we the football commissioner and everybody else just the team owners. You know what I mean? That's how I feel. I'm
0: gonna help y'all establish that because I'm not y'all and if you feel personally, that's how y'all feel and you don't really want to be saying it. I say it first and now you can just agree with me. Yeah, everybody that know what's happening know that's what it is. Salute to both of y'all.
1: Yeah, I was about to say that. I got to give a shout out to my Mac kids and maniacs. They know I'm humble. They know I don't talk like that but that's how I I feel and that's what I'm saying today.
0: As you should, I ain't mad at you man because a lot of times we wait too late to figure shit out or deliver flowers that are deserving and I'm trying to be active and extending them when a person can appreciate them. So you definitely got that coming here up out of me. Now do you mind if I get somewhat messy?
1: You could get messy, you don't mean I'll answer. All
0: right, Alex can we get the clip please? All right, your boy, and I i don't want to, like, even take yuck. Have you ever, in, okay, yeah, let me. You have an interest of capturing as much of the hip-hop L.A. street gang landscape as you possibly can as far as authentic members and catching them in their natural environment. Have you ever had any interest whatsoever in capturing anything affiliated with a name such as Snoopy Badass?
1: Yeah, I did. I did at one point. You know why? Because mm-hmm. Snoopy Badass got that old DJ Quick look. Throwback, throwback blood. The beep, the Jeep Rico. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. The, the swap me
0: version of the of the of the fly Jeep. I, yeah,
1: I yeah. get it. I, I know a lot that of spark. That sparked my interest in him too initially. Go ahead. I know a lot of people don't like with him. They don't don't like him and don't mess with him. Back to what you were saying about the being from 60. I'm unbiased. I'm neutral. In a Snoopy badass hate and all that, and uh, some of it I find funny. <laughs> me uh, too. <laughs> but he he stayed popping it. He pops slick. He stayed down for what he believe in. Uh,
0: what does he believe in? When you say that, because I don't want to just that, that, give him any credit he don't deserve. Because he's definitely someone who established him as an op. So just tell me, what do you when you say he stand on what he believe in? What do you believe he believes
1: in? That he's hard. That he's tough. Mm. Nobody never put hands on him. Mm. He run off fades and mm-hmm. and that's how he feel, and that's how it look like he feel, that's what he represents, that's what he speaks. Now, do I know that to be true? No, I don't, uh, mm-hmm. I can only take it at face value. Mm-hmm.
0: And you being um, a native out here all these years, you from the west side of Los Angeles, but however you are extremely familiar with everything from Venice to Long Beach <laughs> to the, the <laughs> you know how the streets have a vibration, and, it ain't hard to figure out who you about to talk to before you talk to him. Mm-hmm. So I ain't gonna put you on a spot to slander cuz, but I was just trying to set up this clip because I want to get your perspective on what he has to say. You know, recently I've made multiple appearances on the no Jumper. There's been no announcement of me being an employee there, being somebody that's gonna be returning there. I've maybe been there three or four times in my whole life, but the, the majority of the times were like in rapid succession recently. This is a guy I've seen at No Jumper multiple times through the years, but I want you to listen to this clip, I just want your perspective on it, because this is either from late last night or early today, I believe, he didn't say my name, but anyone listening can assume my presence on No Jumper caused him to go on this rant, so I just want to get your
1: perspective.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, damn, I thought I did it fly. I snatched Mm -hmm. it out long.
2: My nigga, you can't have all these neighborhood crips on your platform and think niggas supposed to look at it like an unbiased platform. Nigga, that is a un, that is a it's becoming a bias ass platform. And I'ma tell him that to his face. So y'all get ready. You know what I'm saying? I'm I, I don't I don't like that shit, bro. That that that's some weird shit, nigga. Like nigga, you can't do that, nigga. I'ma address it, I'ma speak on it. Let the public take care of it from there, nigga. Cause everybody gonna see what I see. That shit ain't that shit ain't real, nigga. I don't like that shit, nigga. I don't like it, nigga. I don't give a fuck, nigga. Dead homies. Everybody not from neighborhood, nigga. Dead homies, nigga. Everybody not don't lean towards their politics, my nigga. They gonna do bullshit to protect each other, nigga. They gonna they gonna sweep they butt, all they gonna sweep all they bust ass shit they do under the rug, cause they got access to that platform. No, nigga. I'm Snoopy badass, nigga, and I'm not happy, nigga. <laughs> feel me? I'm not on nobody's side, nigga. I'm about fairness, nigga. I'm about truth, nigga. Straight the fuck <sighs> up, nigga. I don't give a fuck if you're from neighborhood, if you from over. If you a bopped in Piru, I don't give a fuck if you a Sorano nigga. Feel me? If you make music, nigga, and you a real nigga, you deserve a fair chance in this, nigga. It shouldn't be one side controlling a platform like that, nigga. And I don't give a fuck how nobody feel about it, nigga. That's not real, nigga. Adam, nigga, I ain't feeling that, nigga. Feel Yo, you better, you need, you need to clean that shit the fuck up. I fuck with Adam 22, nigga. But that right there, that's not gonna fly with this culture. He gonna get himself in a wreck doing that, nigga. Feel me? You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my Hoover, niggas. Shout out to my real neighborhood, niggas. Shout out to my real Don Moves, my nigga. Y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about, nigga. Y'all know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about, nigga. I don't like none of, I don't like it.
0: So if y'all want to know how I feel about it, I don't like it, nigga. Straight the fuck up, nigga. Nah, we don't give a fuck how
1: you feel, but go ahead, Matt. Well, first of all, everybody's entitled to run their platform how they wish to, to run it. And whoever their guests are, are their guests, period. Second of all, since he mentioned neighborhood, <laughs> neighborhood is... Got to be the deepest alliance in LA. Come on, you got man. the 40s to the 100s, and you got the East Side the East Coast. So, yeah, you even the got the 11 Deuce the neighborhoods, to, the Limwood, Com- Limwood, mm-hmm. for sure, and and West Covina, all West that. Cleveland, so, yeah. it's gonna always be more neighborhoods being interviewed or in the rap industry, whatever. wasn't he from
0: Paris, though? He, at, and you from Paris? You an ex neighborhood yourself? You jump ship too quick? But well, go ahead,
1: man. So you gotta expect that. And that sound personal to me,
0: extremely personal. Because just think about the only neighborhoods we know working no jumper is C mac and Brick Baby. That's it. Me personally, I've been there a couple times recently, and this triggers this type of reaction out this guy.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, you you mentioned C so yeah, it's personal. It's,
0: it's oh, probably. shout out to Nia. Whatever,
1: fine, sexy, sweet, singing at. But my thing is this though, Spotted Low. Why do we care what no jumper is doing? Why do we care what Adam is doing so much?
0: It, um, you know what? You know what it brings me to. This is something we've all heard a lot recently. I don't even know where it comes from, but they say it's cool when they do it. It's a problem when I do it. Mm. Fuck them. You dig a lies. I know what it is. I don't want. I just really. I didn't even want to bring your motherfucking caliber of conversation down to cuz, but I just had to get that off because it was current today. I was on my way to a scheduled appointment to talk to a content creator legend, and he's a buffoon that we all are familiar with, so I just had to slip that on you to just break up the... uh, Alex is going to make a clip of this for me tonight because we got to have this one tonight. I just want to get you caught up in some of it because you know what? As a G nigga out here, I want to give you your props. For not falling into the, I could get away, I could get twice as much money if I get involved in the clickbait and the current events.
1: You don't do it. Hey, hey, do what you do. But I salute you for not doing it. I try not to, but I'm going to go ahead and say it again. I I fucks with Snoopy Badass as far as the comments go. Never met him. You know what I'm saying? Never met him, but we we communicate. Okay, I got to do this for you
0: then, because I'm going to let you know what I and the rest of your viewers and my viewers view you as an expert on the Los Angeles County yeah. gang landscape. So for you to say you acknowledge, honor, and or respect Snoopy Badass, please explain to us where he fits into the landscape that we are aware of, the, the shit that we respect. You come from 4,800 days. Yeah, you, so you where does he
1: fit but, in? But, but see, you gotta understand, and for whoever's viewing this need to understand, I'm not saying like we done put in work together or I seen him thunder some shit in the county jail. I'm saying he respectfully got at me on Instagram and I like the style. And so we fuck with each other on the text. Like I said, I ain't never met him or nothing like that, but I'm not going to throw him under the bus other than them NAC comments because you're talking about, man, you're talking about a big alliance. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna even
0: drag you into the personal implications of my interactions with him, but I respect your political reaction, bro. (laughs) I'm I'm learning. I'm learning from y'all, bro. You know, in a lot of ways, I view y'all as mentors in what I'm doing now. Yeah. And I I, I watch, in in another, bigger sense, I also watch Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, Farrakhan, because it's something about being a man of principles, integrity, and still being able to answer questions on the spot while you're being watched and maintaining an appropriate perspective. It's a cold balance. And It is. I see a lot of you guys right. who have who do it very well, and I'm, I'm attempting to learn, because you know me, I'm like, we have facts over feelings, and that's so so
1: yeah, raw. It's yeah, like, yeah. Facts, hey, facts, facts,
0: facts, 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 facts.
1: Hey, lo, I thought about that last night. I said, facts over feelings? <laughs> we got to take the feelings out and stick to the facts. I thought about that last night, man. Mm. I'll I give you that. You know why I arrived to that? as a title that I, I stick with,
0: it's not because feelings are irrelevant, they don't matter, or they're invalid. They're so relevant, they matter so much, that I realize you cannot take nobody's feelings from them. Mm-hmm. So everybody is entitled to their feelings. You can have them there to be respected. So if we're coming to a public platform to discuss any subject matter, Feelings are so unique. They're like assholes. Everybody got one. You're entitled to yours. I'm entitled to mine. There's nine people at this table. Everybody's entitled to their own feelings. We all respect it. You can have them. Guess what that's going to do if we're trying to base the bottom line we're trying to reach on everybody's feelings? What's that? Yeah, it's so unique. So since I respect your feelings, we respect mine, we respect his, hers, hers, hers. The best thing we can do is if we're sitting here and it's a hammer coming down and we don't want our toes hurt, we get our, let's get our feelings out. Let's get our toes out of the way. And we all can agree on facts. That's something we already agree on.
1: <laughs> let's discuss these hey, facts. You. <laughs> oh, that's how I came to that. I like that title, though.
0: I, I like that title. My bad. But like yeah, the- thank you. I appreciate it. But yeah. that's how I came to it. And guess what? Off the camera, the feelings are safe for brothers
1: Mm.
0: husband wife daughter son mother woo i've often as a young kid looked at the whole word love as when people try to describe what love is i said this is what love is to me as a person you have rules and boundaries that protect your your emotions and shit. love is when you drop them for anybody for any reason and give them the opportunity to hurt that or damage that and that's my definition of love so that just kind of ties in with that thought facts over feelings for me is your feelings are unique but for the public if we can only discuss the things we agree upon and use those um facts to analyze what we're discussing i think we can get to the right answer that best suits everybody facts good looking (laughs) right on Mm -hmm. from the legend kev mac Mm -hmm. that's good confirmation for um something i've been on for a long
1: time Hey, but I want to say this, by the way. I don't know where you're going after this conversation, Mm -hmm. but I told Alex when I come to town, this was probably seven months ago, that I'm going to come sing. So I hit you and I hit Alex, because this is the only podcast I really like This on YouTube. I don't really... you, You can have three, five million followers, whatever, but I like your conversation. I like to the way you are. Uh, and that's humbling you, to me. Thank you, you big homie. You honey. word everything, and I think Alex is a professional. He's the closest we got to being a professional that's non-white. And, my mama, my mama. and so I respect that. And I, I just thought this was the pro- I don't like talking a lot, and a lot of people invite me to their platform. A lot of people. And I I don't go. I'll turn it down. But I just have to come here. And one more thing I want to say, going back to Brick Baby. Uh, part of the problem is, A lot of people want Brick Baby seated, no jumper. I'm gonna leave it at that.
0: Oh, my mama, mama. And I know I'm glad that you didn't see my conversation with Brick Baby. But first, let me say, I humbly received that. Thank you, man. Y'all know that, that that spoke volumes to me, man. But I basically ended my conversation with Brick Baby on that subject matter, quoting 50 Cent saying, I'm the nigga at the bar to the good lie. You didn't trying to pull me back, right? And then he also included that them is his homies. He spoke about the love, the camaraderie, the disagreement. But he said, he summed it up in front of the world saying, you know, some of them want to be media media creators. Mm-hmm. He, he spoke that out. So I, I get that, I get it. I can't even say as much as I like to you know, pat my own back, brush my shoulders off, me being Baby Spider from 97th Street, I haven't even been above an unwarranted attack online from a member an affiliate and associate so if it has happened to me whether i deserved it or not it can i can see it happening to the homie but i'm glad to be able to be involved with the process of bringing reputable respected members from the same section in a good matter of time, they could come and just give a more broader perspective. So the homie don't have to be out here going horse, trying to explain his own story. Cause it looked bad to a lot of people once it bleed over and they don't know the politics and getting it over with and it's dead. And it looked like you just took one on the chin and don't nobody want to be the only one out here speaking for themselves saying, oh, it ain't like that. I just feel, um, I'm glad I'm able to help have the conversation be a bit better, a little better understood. And I hope they
1: all succeed, man. You know what so I want to
0: appreciate you for? The way you jumped on the promotional campaign for the six hundred and cartoon fight, yeah. Now that we got a chance to get a little more familiar, it's not over with. I'll show you some shit later. Let you know right where we at with it for this. We crossed our fingers on a December fourteenth date, mm-hmm. and it'll be a, a nice event. But when I first popped up on your live and asked you this question, you didn't want to like pick a
1: favorite. It's been about. A month, month and a half. Mm-hmm. Are you leaning one way versus the other? Financially, yeah, <laughs> six hundred all the way. And, Ooh. Well, let me tell, let me explain. Mm-hmm. Let me explain. Cause my opinion, I could sway either way. Mm-hmm. Excuse the word, the term. Yeah, it ain't I, like that. I chart. could go either way. But my thing now is I've accepted bets. Mm going for cartoons, so I don't have no choice now, but hope 600 wins, so I ain't got to send mm. none of them niggas no money. <laughs> you feel me? That's that's a, that's a an interesting perspective. Yeah. And I'm gonna have to
0: put my vote in. And at this point, if I had to bet, not that I am desiring at this point, because I, I don't have a bet, so I don't desire a cartoon to win. Mm. I don't want him to win. Mm. But if I had to bet, I would bet on Cartoon, so then I would have to be saying, I believe and hope he went for the sake of my money. But just me, and I'm keeping it at Google, standing in between the two of them, mm-hmm. and just getting the physical awareness of their presence in close proximity, their energy mentally, mm-hmm. without me having anything else to go on, I kinda lean with Cartoon. Yeah. That's all
1: I can say. Originally, I would, I would go with Cartoon, originally. He I I would know 600, I'm just
0: but, saying.
1: But then when you think 600 got a professional experience mm. and he's a big dude doing pull-ups, kind of changes things a little bit. See, I was going with the cartoons of Beast off the east side. He done been in the pen with some of my homies and ain't got nothing but the utmost respect for cartoon, nothing bad to say about him. I'm like, cartoon got this easy. Then I see 600 fights on tape, mm. 600, garbage, Walking. she boo-boo. <laughs> Cartoon gone, dog walk this dude. But again, when I see the pull-ups and, and hear for myself because it's doing his working out and all this, and nah, it kinda even things out, like this gonna be a good fight. But I when w- the money come in, man, I got to go where the money at.
0: And you think the money, and it seems like 600 is a Vegas betting guy, and you say the money line will be with 600. Well, 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 what I'm Oof. saying,
1: I'm not even gonna go that far. I'm gonna stop at niggas is cash and me wanting mm. to bet on Cartoon. So I can't cheer for the guy who I'm a gonna favorite. have to pay out the money. Mm. You know what I'm saying? In that sense, Cartoon's the
0: favorite. You know why? One of the defining little intricacies that caused me to just say I would lean to a Cartoon, we were doing a photo shoot. Mm. And during the photo shoot, 600, and it could be deceptive, I could be wrong. But he stands so flat footed. <laughs> he has a confidence. It's extremely confident. But his elder of almost twenty years is bouncing on every step. Yeah, yeah. And he don't drink, he don't smoke, he's throwing combinations at the air and at the same he's bouncing on this. I I didn't see I was glad to see after that some footage of 600 actually running sprints online. See? Cause I see some bounce, yeah. I see some cardio. Other than that 600, you know what you showing everybody, chili cheese, fries and cigars. Right. So it's a difference in, you know, cartoon, he is a person that only consumes water and he had that bounce and he had that energy. One is like an overt confidence and the other one was an introverted confidence and it could be deceptive. I'm not saying that it's going to be an easy win, but I just felt like at, at that point, if I had to bet, I would bet on cartoons. So I think December the 14th is the still tentative date. And as soon as I get that locked in within the next week, I'm going to tap into you because we're going to have an actual promo, promotional program. We're going to have to sell some um, pay per views, man. I think you can help us All man, right, for and sure. make it worth it, bro. Shout out to Cartoon, too, man. Shout out to Cartoon and 600, man. Y'all who are not aware, we will be having a battle with the Giants, Godzilla versus King Kong, December fourteenth, on pay per view. Details to be announced very, very soon. On oh, my mama, mama, y'all had like a very um, publicized, public funeral recently. Rest in peace to the young Mad Ronnie. I forget who else lost their life uh, that evening. I believe y'all lost two homies one, that one? I know of. okay my bad two uh, got shot two got shot all right i know a lot of my homies saw my homie joker from the deuce attended the funeral um yeah yeah it's obvious what Matt ronnie meant to the culture in general any things you want to say to him just in his memorial or it all just based on the fact he's one of the most recent lost ones that was publicized
1: uh i'll, I'll say this much um uh, i couldn't make it for financial reasons. Uh, I love the homie Mad Ronnie, that was a good homie. Mad Ronnie, what separates him from the, a lot of the G's, Mad Ronnie messed with every single generation. Mm. He was in the trenches with every young homie that came up. Mm. So shout out to Mad Ronnie, rest in peace. Uh, I want to say this, the homie Big Rick had uh, was accompanied by a dude an Original Jungle. Mm. I got a picture, I'll show you to Yeah, We're not yeah. gonna put it online. Right. I don't have our big homies bless us, that's but right. he come to Funeral Red Down, one of the original jungles. And so that was that's a testament to the reputation man. Yo, you think
0: people can get away with that now because it's 2023? Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. I don't want to shit on him. Salute to him, but yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah, but these dudes are older now. But still, too, yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's
0: Back just then. like some of my, 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 my Damu homies, they like talk to me and they be like blah, blah and they try to apologize. I don't even get offended, I'm like, "It's cool. Like yeah. Munchie B, I talk to him a whole lot and he tries to be very careful when he play blood. I do the same thing, And since, I, since we talking the subject, like I saw Munchie B on your platform recently. What inspired that, knowing his reputation for being such an anti... <laughs> anti 60, yeah. yeah. and then irreptible. And- yeah. So Ron Ron spoke on him very highly when he was here and then I saw... You extend that love to him. Is that just the honor of at the top we know what it is and the culture that we want to see our whole thing do it better, or do you have a personal relationship with him? Or what is
1: Uh, Me, me and, me and uh, Munchie, we exchange text messages. You know what I'm saying? He shot me his number. We text each other, but we ain't got no friendship. I ain't never met Munchie. I mean, no friendship outside of the texting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never met Munchie, but here goes the thing. Munchie is sat with Lil AD, my homie, he sat with Ron Ron the homie. So when I thought about getting Ron Ron on, what's the next good guest I could have? Mm. Ron and and Munchie like synonymous with their names right now as far as the internet <laughs> oh, goes. Hood. So he's the first one that came to mind and I know I he's within reach. So I just hit Munchie. Mm. Like, I oh, respect it. I well,
0: Munchie's become one of my comrades not only because we are like I would say not um co-workers, but we're somewhat working under the same umbrella mm. as counterparts under the street TV right, umbrella. Right, right. And we become um, we we, we become fluent with text messages and communicating. And I kind of like assumed initially that the communication was all based upon us landing here together. But then I realized that he had an appreciation for me as an artist that extended beyond that. And he also has like connections and ties to people that are very close to me that i had no idea so i just feel um, refreshed because i know cuz got certain rumors and stories on his name that what we consider kind of mm-hmm. trying to smut him out mm-hmm. and he there's a there's a good length he can go to clear this shit up to, yeah whether it's true or not for his side as a defense attorney at the moment he has some information he can be offering regularly that would kind of throw a whole lot of clarification on the situation that he's trying to clear, but it would put someone else in a bad light. I just want to give him his flower, flowers for being humble enough and standing on his principles enough to even know he could throw another nigga name in the mix and not put him in the twist. He don't do that because that's a hard one to try to take down. without. He has a platform where he goes live, where he goes public, on his podcast every day, and he's not spending his energy trying to spin that narrative. So somebody like Ron Ron, somebody like Kev Mack, Baby Spider from 97th Street, being able to show some support to the opposite narrative maybe being true, I just feel like I appreciate that. And I'm glad you was mature enough to speak on positivity and invite him on your platform.
1: Yeah, well, he got at me over the phone and um, he brought the incident up. You know it was in the back of my mind. I know. Right? Everybody, yeah, everybody we talked, he knows that. But he brought it up.
0: That's how I
1: respect him. And he told me a little bit about the get down, and I didn't ask no questions. I didn't go into detail. I didn't want to hear no more. Mm-hmm. So I left it at that. You know what I'm saying? He, he had enough heart and was man enough to even bring it up. So I give him that. Um, outside of that, Munchie, look, I got several reputable homies that got at me and they liked the interview. So that was surprising to me, but that's when I know I'm doing my job right.
0: That's the climate we in though. And I think that you and Alex should be able to benefit on the fact that the city is there because you've, you, there are people from opposite sides that have uh, learned to have a love and appreciate for somebody just based on the light that you guys have shined them on them. Yeah. And you might not never know that. Right. You would never think that somebody watched a video one day and heard a nigga say some shit that they can relate to and it was only because you guys gave them a platform. Mm-hmm. And as um, this whole culture is being captured, documented, presented, monetized, I have an interest in making sure those that are the pioneers have a spot in this shit. I salute to what Adam doing. I salute to what others doing, but I believe those that are really the pioneers from our actual shit, me, they flowers too. Right. On oh, my mama, mama, I want to ask you this.
1: Wait, let me let me okay, go Let ahead. me stay on Munchie real All quick. All right, go ahead. The homie Caesar, Caesar was like a big brother to me, Inglewood family, one of the co-founders, right? Seventy-seven, off oh, seventy-six, but 77.
0: Little Bear Inglewood family, shout out to my loved one. Go ahead.
1: So little Caesar tried to hook me up with Munchie years ago. Mm but I wasn't fucking with Munchie because of what you said, he was still anti-homie. Mm-hmm. So, and the same thing happened with Lil' Soddy, rest in peace from A-Trey rest Gangster. In peace, Lil he mm. tried to holler at me on it wasn't Twitter, good timing. and I told him, the timing is bad, homie. Timing is too bad, I can't fuck with you. Did y'all boy. ever get to get to it? Nah, and I hate, I regret it now. Mm. I regret it, but I got to talk to Munchie, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And so, so that was one of the, Lil' seasons wishes that me and Munchie hooked up, and it's, it's done
0: now. I, I like to be able to uh, be able to do things for people outside of what they can do, and, and kind of like, it wasn't your interest, but you was able to make one of your loved ones satisfied, so you feel like you did something.
1: Well, it's not that it wasn't my interest, because it was. Okay. But while you dissing the hood, <laughs> it's not the time to be talking. Right, you know,
0: right. Explain to the non-affiliates, the outsiders, how we know how that's. How do we get explain to them how we how we are able to get beyond that? Because when you look at CMAC, you think we can't get beyond a tattoo on your forehead, and a lot of people may be looking at the position he take on certain issues and thinking there's the majority of us involved that took that same position on some section. How do you explain or how do we get the people to understand how you can be stumped down through and through and still be able to process that type of relationship, that type of understanding with an ex member? Do you look at it like, uh, me personally, I look at it like this and I may be killing your opportunity to answer the question, but I view it like this. I've shared this with Alex. Cause Reggie Wright, he pisses me off with this. Who's a, he's a a, a person I'm, I'm cool with though. But he pissed me off with this cause Reggie you have to justify your relationship with Reggie by saying, damn, he the police, used to be the police, right? Okay, but when I met Reggie, he was up on the should, a whole bunch of gangster shit. He was ex-police, he was security, wasn't no police, I just used to hear about the police shit and I see him in his element. Then years after that, I saw Reggie in the streets doing thug shit, gangster shit, right before he went to the feds and all that. So now you see Reggie on the internet with a, per, uh, a presence, he's a person you really know, you fuck with and you try to Justify, okay, he's okay. He has but then you'll see Reggie on here cheering for a nigga to go to jail, and it's like, damn, how do you balance your uh, your uh, respect for Reggie and your desire to see a nigga to go to jail? I just had a brain fart, man. I was trying That's to
1: all right. Well, this this isn't me out. This isn't an occupation, so I don't have a boss to answer to, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't need justification for who I talk to and who I interview or who's my friends. Mm. There is none, there's no explanation to nobody for that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? My homies that know me gonna know it's genuine and they're not gonna question why I fuck with whoever I fuck with.
0: I just took so much gain from that. I'ma take that and put that in my motherfucking repertoire as a reaction and understanding of um, an answer to similar questions, because I sometimes I struggle with balancing some things that I don't agree with and still having an audience with that individual. And this is where I first learned how to do it, going out in public conducting business and the person on the opposite side of the cash register is a male, but they're not attracted to women. <laughs> and mm-hmm. learning how to just be, act like I don't notice mm-hmm. it and be cordial, it's taught me how to deal with a lot of people that I don't necessarily agree with on an issue of principle, because every interaction is not about the principles that you might be seeing being violated.
1: Correct, especially when you're into the media. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people, I struggle with being called a journalist, but a lot of my homeboys understand I'm into the journalism world. Mm-hmm. So it ain't all about that, you know, this nigga from that mm-hmm. side and this side, you know, he got into it with the homie, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? If we do that, if Baby Spider, Cab Mac, Alonso, if we start doing that, we are not gonna be able to interview nobody. Thank you, thank you. And
0: that's what I learned about my plight in the industry, period. I realized the line I've been pushing from day one caused me to be on the outside of a lot of conversations I perhaps would have been on the inside of because I was operating under what you just said, and it's going to alienate people. Mm-hmm. And I watched the blueprint that this nigga put out because he understands integrity, principles, mm-hmm. morals, like we do. And that he went through this in- industry as everybody friend. Sometimes I feel like he had a prof- prophetic experience. He did. He had to because right before he passed, he was cool with everybody. Guess what he said? I
1: ain't
0: nothing like you. Mm-hmm. He made Swiss. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. We know how calculated he was. And de- how does your debut album, title, you don't run until the whole race is over is when you run the day. De- how, how do you prepare for months to years your debut album, the title, if you don't have some type of, inclination spiritually i don't know if it was right here on his front conscious it might have been the subconscious it could have been something that he knew directly but there was some type of connection with his plight and what he was preparing to do the marathon that means it's a long race but then i'm preparing the victory lap and it's my debut give me your thoughts on that
1: nah no, i just think he's very prophetic um he's a smart individual he used to do a lot of uh, listening to audiobooks. Mm. and he soaked up the game, not just from authors, but from homies in the hood. You know, he find his favorite homie, maybe one hustled, maybe one was a leader, maybe one got, you know, um, politic. He knew how to maneuver and take a little bit from everybody, and that became him.
0: That's true, and I appreciated him for that. I remember at, at a time, shortly before he passed, I used to think he was speaking to me in riddles of bullshit, shooting me to the left, just trying to give me an answer to a question that and then I started realizing this nigga really talks like a fucking poetry book. His thoughts yeah. come out like that.
1: Nah, he was good at what he did, man.
0: You mentioned one of your homies recently, Shani Mac, Big Shiny Mac. Yeah. Um, I believe that him and 600 got a, a close alliance. Is that the same S Mac that I'm familiar with? That's the same one. Okay, shout out to the homies, Night nice Bud. Oh, my mama, 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 tell me this from being a regular nigga, growing up west side rolling what caused you to be interested in taking a camera and wanting to point it you, i told alex that people like you such as yourselves remind me of the movie the city of god you know that underlying story of that movie you know they familiar with the movie city of god oh, oh you gotta watch it cuh. it's a gangster movie but it's like in a third world country like in the caribbean brazil brazil It's really thuggery, and when you first watch it, you know the streets. We only loved it. It's such a cold movie. It's not even in English. You got to watch the subtitles, Mm -hmm. but it's so G, nigga. You gonna read them and you gonna figure it out. Mm -hmm. But because of that, it takes us. All we see is the gangster scenes. But if you watch it four or five times, you realize the whole fucking movie is about a nigga that got his hands on a camera and loved to capture shit. And I told Alex, you guys are the types to me, the City of God. What made you? wanna just capture this shit. Man, I would
1: go home sometime at night and think about my day and damn, we ain't got no video of that shit. <laughs> but in nineteen eighty eight, bro, this mm. this when I first started filming. Nineteen eighty eight. I remember it was uh it's my birthday and Pops was hustling, Pops was getting a little paper. Mom's working, she kinda struggling. And yeah, I'm 20 years old at the time, but they pieced up and bought me a video camera, mm. VHS video camera. And that's when it started. I started filming, man. But I always knew you can't film when it's time to get down to the nitty-gritty. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And back then, a lot of people wasn't going to get in front of your camera. True. But over the years, it just developed to come back straight. You know what I'm saying? I, I caught some serious cases and... Been locked up a lot so people understood. Well, this ain't no police type shit. You know what I mean? Right. right. And then when I wanted to do the history, I hit up a few homies. Hey, I, I need you to say something on camera. They with it. Mm. So, but it was just to capture my day. So when, when you go home, right. you can look back on your day. So
0: see. basically, the whole way our whole society in general got more interested in capturing reality that was just a natural part of you because cameras were more, and this is just your environment, so that's what you were interested in capturing.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you put it that way. So let me go back even further, because I started with me. Mm -hmm. Now as a kid, probably, man, I might have been like five years old. Mm -hmm. My grandmother's husband, back then they had these reel-to-reels, these big Mm -hmm. old projectors and shit. He would film the family. So starting off as a kid, I wanted to do what Grandpa was doing. You know what I'm saying? Um, because he had all the family people on there, and I used to be mad because I wasn't his grandchild. Mm. I'm my mama's grand—I mean, my grandmother's grandchild. You
0: lighter than everybody else?
1: Nah, we okay. got light people in the family, but their family, which are the Bentleys, they would be on all the films. <laughs> my family, we max. I wasn't on the films, damn. so I like damn, I wanna be on there too, you know what I'm saying? So as I got older, I got the opportunity to film myself and my homeboys and my family.
0: All right, I don't wanna uh, strike any wounds, but are your parents still, you still have your parents?
1: No, nah, both mine gone.
0: Oh God bless them, did they ever get to see?
1: Remember cuz I told you when I was in prison, my mom died and I was sending condolence
0: cards. You did, you did, I apologize out because the only reason I asked at this moment was because I want to know, did they ever get to see how much you got out of that first gift they gave them? They gave no, the camera, they didn't know. I, you know what I believe? And I like to believe that they still might know. Cause we, I believe that they don't know because of the Bible taught me, once you're dead, you don't know nothing. Outside of that, I don't know what happens when you die. Mm. So maybe they do know, mm. you feel me? That I want to give, give you that thought, maybe when you go to sleep tonight, they might be, like, damn, baby, we got that camera yeah, look at him. You yeah, feel me? I like to believe sure. that might be a possibility. Yeah. And oh,
1: if you God. look at it that way, we talking, what, 12 plus 23? 35 years later. So, yeah, that was a blessing.
0: That's a blessing. Definitely. Do you have any aspirations going outside of just raw reality to, like, maybe productions, acting, not you acting, but capturing things that, from our environment, like Men's Society, Boys in the Hood, Color, South Central, anytime for a new one? Yeah,
1: nah, I'm tired of all this shit, man. People be wanting to involve me and stuff, but what I learned, Spider-Lock, you probably been knowing this, because you was in the industry. A lot of people full of shit.
0: They sell you dreams. And, 97.97%, that's man. what I learned. So,
1: you know, that's where I'm at with it now. I done basically gave up hope, but I, where I want to end my little, or at least my way in the door, I, I wrote a book, 2015. I want to put that on the screen. Mm. And so, a couple of people I was working with uh, tried to get it to be a TV program. Mm. And and I, I hate to use the word we failed, but we didn't get nowhere. The furthest we got was with CNN. Mm. And CNN That's got this. 34. Yeah, <laughs> CNN got this dude, uh, something, Bell, Kamal Bell, or something like that.
0: I'm not familiar with their lineup uh, production. Right well, they here.
1: got this one black okay. dude, and he does all the like. The ghetto shit, okay. the urban stuff. He hated on your shit. Nah, nah, okay. they just stuck Shout with out to him, him then, bro. Yeah. Oh, they stuck with him. Come on, Bill. Come on, Bill, man. You know, yeah, they stuck with him, so they didn't give us
0: a shot. Let me tell you something from my perspective. We just said if you have sparked any type of interest in CNN, mm. that's such a high level of success that trickling down, there are so many probably comfortable levels of interest. I'm glad you mentioned that, and it kind of died out because I think if we if we re- visited it. There's no telling what we can exactly. accomplish here. Yeah,
1: they they said if I read, you know, change up some of the program, uh, I forget what you call it. Uh, it's like a deck Okay. Change that up a little bit. We had Ice T working with us. Shout out to Ice T. Shout out to Ice-T Ice T on that. Ice gave me his production team, his manager, all that, man. So- oh,
0: and it still r- bumped into a roadblock. Yeah, yeah. Well, we ain't gonna let it stop at Ice T because we're gonna revisit it, man. Because I got some things in the works along that line that might be able to benefit um, what you're trying to do. And it's only another strike at it. We never know. Cuz, like, it's a lot of it's a lot of motherfucking memes I see where you see somebody digging in a tunnel and you'll see them get tired, like I'm through. That's me. You feel me? But the shows, like if they would've just kept going on, it was, so we ain't gonna let that go to waste, man. I appreciate you coming through, Kev Mack. This is one of the episodes that probably can go on for two, three more hours, but I have reached my time limit, and I would like for you to let everybody that's watching us, listening to us, know where they can keep up with you and I want you to promise them on spot so it won't be you promising me that you're coming back again. We need you back.
1: Yeah, I'll come back for sure. Uh, you can find me at KMAC Videos. That channel, that that's the main channel. We do a lot of covering the history of individual gangs. And then I have a spinoff channel, KM Video Live Streams. That's where I do all the live stuff and I tell little gang stories in between.
0: Appreciate that. Man. And, um... SPI the most easty you already know where to find me on IG Spotter Look More Easty, the number seven on YouTube is youtube.com backslash Spotter Look Most Easty. It's facts and we'll the podcast we your body. The life we live
2: now is all about the money. So what you gonna do when you ain't got no money?
0: Your foreign cars and all the bitches, they going need-